Basically, if you think about anything you could have done wrong, that was us. And that's how our marriage started. Welcome to this episode of the Art of Spazian podcast, and thanks for taking time out of your full life and joining us for the show. Hope you've had a great week. It's hard to believe that we are already in March this year. It's flying by. It's screaming by. And yesterday was a big day for us. We celebrated 30 30 years years of of marriage. marriage. I know. That's right. And we had a great time away last week. It was awesome, wasn't it? Hey, one of the things we want to let you know is we're working on some big projects that we want to share with you in the months ahead. If you want to stay up to date with what is happening with Art of Spazian, you can messages on Instagram, the word info, and we will make sure to keep you posted. We're excited about today's conversation. We have Chris and Jamie Bailey on the show with us. They are professional counselors and marriage coaches who are passionate about helping couples live their best lives together. They are also the founders of Expedition Marriage, where they encourage and equip marriages to be able to reflect the love, grace, forgiveness, and vitality that they were made to have. They have made it their life's passion to bring healing and joy back into hurting and hopeless marriage. They actually also have a great podcast that we would encourage you to check out. You can never get enough marriage input in your life. We'll put the link in the show notes. Let's jump into our conversation with Chris and Jamie Bailey. Hey, Jamie and Chris, it's so great to have you on the podcast. We're so appreciative of you taking time to be with us. James and Lisa, thanks so much for having us. This is great. We're, we appreciate being on here. We've loved listening to you guys. Mm-hmm. We actually got to meet each other early in this year with Married for a Purpose, and so honored to get to know you guys are both Christian counselors. You may need to help James and I through this episode. <laughs> there may be something that comes up. Just want to make sure that if listeners are knowing, they just may go, oh, that's a great counseling session yeah, going true. on. Between us. Yeah, doing podcasts together would definitely, you guys know, you are expert podcasters. You know that you sometimes need Christian counseling. That's when, true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's the truth. Yeah. That is the truth. Okay, so can you take some time and tell our audience a little bit about your marriage story and what led you to starting Expedition Marriage? Oh, okay. goodness. Our- some time for our marriage story. Okay, <laughs> that, we're going to need a lot of time for the marriage. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the marriage story. Basically, if you think about anything you could have done wrong, that was us. And that's how our marriage started. And for me, it's, we weren't believers. So we're, no. ex- we're excused. That's it was okay. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. Is that how that works? That's, yeah. That's how that works. Free forgiven. That's yes, right. That's, that's right. right. For me, this is actually a second marriage. Okay. I came from a dysfunctional family, a dysfunctional home, and I brought tons of baggage with me into our relationship. And my well, first you. husband, yeah, it was you all. I'll let you say that. You're not lying. <laughs> yeah. And so I was a pregnant teenager, ended up getting married quite young at 19. It was a whole domestic violence situation, sent wow. my first husband to prison. Wow. All of that, met him literally, I think, three weeks after I had left my husband. And met him in a karaoke bar. And instantly, <laughs> within five months, we moved in together. And so we just started this relationship and I had my little girl who he adopted and she's known nobody except for him as her father. Her biological father wasn't in her life at all and actually signed over rights to him. And all of a sudden for me, he was the first one that ever showed me what love was. Mm -hmm. And at first it was the best thing in the world until you get into it and you start feeling very vulnerable by that because now it's I have this great thing. And now I'm thinking it can be taken away. It's going to turn on a dime. I'm going to lose it all any moment. And because of that, I think what I learned to do was test him a lot, almost push him away to see if, okay, is he going to leave me yet? Is he going to leave me now? And 
as a result, we just had so many fights and all of that. And I think he was primed for somebody like me because he was the exact opposite, just this big pleaser. Oh, a huge pleaser. And what can I do to make you happy? You're unhappy. What can I do now? Then and I had, lips. I had a list. Can I fix you? I am here for this all day long. Now, resenting it silently mm-hmm. the whole time as well, but outwardly here yeah. for it all day long. Yeah. So we walked in dysfunction wow. for quite a while. And I think we got married and then it was about five years. We had two more kids. And so we had three kids at this point. And that's when we came to know Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then everything started changing for us. We knew that, okay, we've got to start doing things differently. And things that were in the dark were brought out into the light. And we both took our own journeys of individual personal growth. And we began to apply scripture to our own lives and then into our marriage. And we began changing as people. And I think probably the best thing the gospel did for me is bring me humility to know that I've got to quit blaming everything on my husband. I've got to take some personal ownership. And I think the second greatest thing, and this might be the first greatest thing, is that this man isn't my savior. Learning that he's not it because all my chips were bet on him being everything for me because he was the first one to show up and do that. And so my whole life, I was longing for that savior. Mm. And when he entered my life, I thought it was him. Yeah. Mm. And on the same lines, I learned I make a very bad savior (laughs) and a very bad God and mere mortal. I was at the end of myself and at the top of this precarious Mm -hmm. pedestal that I had uh, wanted to be put upon that it was going to be a hard and heavy fall. Yeah. So we did. We spent a lot of time in dysfunction. But then through Jesus and what we learned about who he is and the commands he has on us and the transformation he's Mm. about, that's what changed everything in our marriage. And for me, where we're at as counselors now, as a kid, I experienced a lot of turmoil and a lot of pain and dysfunction. And I hated that I had to go through it all alone. And so I had always longed to be a people helper. And so that was how I ended up as a counselor, God setting me free from all of this baggage and everything that was wrong in my life, he redeemed it all. And then that's when I went to school to become a counselor and help others. And then we just, this ministry just unfolded. Mm. We started mentoring other couples and he actually became a counselor first for very different reasons. After being saved, felt a strong call to the ministry, didn't know what that looked like, was exploring different ways, got a bachelor's of ministry in biblical studies because, you know, Everybody needs a hobby, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so do I want to preach? Do I want to do that? I was I had different uh, thoughts of what to do in my own thoughts, but we did this marriage mentoring ship, lay ministry, and really enjoyed that. And I developed a passion quickly for couples, mm-hmm. especially in the body, because I saw them hurting about at the same rates as the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Yeah. I was never okay with that. So when I went to get my master's in counseling, I really had this idea. I wanted to work with couples. So I wanted to do marriage. And Yeah. And I was starting, I worked with kids. I worked with individuals, worked with couples. And what we eventually found after being in practice a couple of years is every individual I worked with came from a broken home. Wow. Mm. And it was so evident that the problem here starts in the family. Wow. Yeah. It starts in the marriage. And that's where we started to shift because I love helping all people. I love helping kids. But it was so hard to help kids if I couldn't have access to their parents. Because wow. a lot of the times the parents hold the solution. And so that's something that our eyes got open to. And that's when we decided, okay, 
We've got to quit putting band-aids on all of these things and get to the root of the problem. And that's when we really committed to doing more marriage and just focusing on couples. And then even then it's we're seeing them one at a time and doing retreats here and there and things like that. But just know the problem is so much bigger yeah, and it's not going to cut it a couple at a time. And that's where we went on social media and why we have our podcast and all of that. We just need to cast a wider net. And instead of putting out so many fires, Mm. we want to help preventing this. We want to educate. We want to equip. We want to offer that hope and for people to know that it's there in advance. When that light's blinking on the the check engine lights blinking, let's check it then and not wait the average of six or seven years that couples will wait with a problem. And when they find themselves in the ditch and the cars burst in flames. Yeah. And then when they go, oh, we probably should actually do yeah. something. And sometimes this. it's too late. Yeah. yeah. And how can we prevent before we hit the ditch? Let's address it. Let's take mm-hmm. care of it. Let's not have marriages, especially in the body, that don't reflect what mm-hmm. God designed marriages for. I yeah. love it. I love it. There's so much there. I think, first of all, y'all's story, our listeners are like thinking there's no hope. Mm-hmm. We started backwards. We didn't know what to do. We messed up. It's just there's hope for any situation. And so I just love that y'all's powerful story in and of itself. If you just ended up telling your testimony, that would be one thing. But then just how God has actually pieced that together Mm. for you Mm. to invest in marriages and help people possibly prevent what you actually experienced. And when you're talking about the on the side of the road, I'm thinking the engine has blown up and there's yeah. smoke billowing out. And yes. you're right. People ignore all the obvious signals. And so that is. Yeah, I was thinking back to when we stepped into the marriage space. It was a similar revelation because I was serving, looking after kids and students mm-hmm. and families, but really felt like I had this revelation that, hey, this is good that you're working with kids and students, but. If you don't get to the parents and help the root issue, the institution of marriage and help strengthen and build healthy marriages, it's going to be a lot harder. And so that was really was a catalyst for Elisa and I to step into the marriage space as well. Yeah, because you're really just working backwards. You feel like you're like Mm. you're dealing with the exterior issues and Mm -hmm. challenges that you're seeing, but you're not getting to the root of it. And that is that's cool because it is the very same thing that caused us to push into the area we are. So why expedition marriage? Where'd the name come from and what's the big message that you guys are driven by? Yeah, well it's really it's about the journey because marriage is a journey that we're on and we have to allow times for the breakdowns. Because they happen, times for the maintenance. There's maintenance times. There's People take better care of their cars than they do their marriage. They shouldn't. And so it's also because I think a lot of us, when we get married, we are blindsided by our expectations. And and what you, yeah, it's not supposed to be funny. And when you realize that, you know what, it's okay that we've hit some bumps in the road. These are opportunities for growth. And it's okay that we've had a great year and now we've had a really hard one. And it's just marriage is just a journey until the Lord calls us home. And we want couples to expect that, to make room for the journey to look different. But also, what's the line there? Enjoy the journey. Yeah. That's yeah right. We want couples to enjoy the journey of marriage. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of first for, for a lot of first for both of you. You're going to go through different stages, different mm-hmm. phases, mm-hmm. different things are going to happen. It's the first time that's happening to you both. And I don't know how to do it because you haven't gone through it before. Maybe you had a model for it in your own families. Most of them don't, Mm. or at least don't have a good model for it. Good models, yeah. And so you're going through this journey together, growing together, Mm -hmm. 
you know, learning to be better people, to be better, closer to God, to be closer to each other, to have each other's backs all the way along. And we should have joy in the Mm -hmm. journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. So you guys have been in the podcast space for a while now. So we're newbies in this world, but share with us about your podcast. Yeah. And like I said, we started it to reach more people Mm -hmm. and to share. And when we launched it, we knew we wanted to be practical. We want to share real hope because that's probably one of our biggest driving factors is to let people, Lisa, like you had mentioned, to know that there is hope. Mm -hmm. You're never too far gone to for God to redeem your situation. And so just to share that message and to give real practical tools. Yeah. Here's something you can do now. Not only just hope, but also let, don't settle. Don't settle for a mediocre. mediocre marriage. A lot of people just settle. I guess this is how it's supposed to be, or this is how my parents were, or I can't expect more from that. And that's what that lie, what lies. Yeah. They're all lies, I tell you. It's not what God wants for marriages. Right. God wants to use our marriages as witnessing tools. They should yeah. be reflective of his love and his grace and his mercy and his joy. Mm-hmm. Got to get that in there. But in forgiveness, right? All the things. And people should see our marriages and go, I want that. Yeah. How can I have that? If Jesus is not in my life or if he's not in the center of our marriage, then what do we need to do that? Yeah. Because he's the creator of marriage. It was his idea. Yeah. He wrote a book about it. Follow the, <laughs> following those guidelines really do tend to work out better. Yeah. 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 I love it too. When Because you're podcast you say is very practical and very personal. Like one of of the episodes I remember that really stuck out to me was when you were talking about chronic pain and Mm. dealing with that as a couple. Those are things that people deal with in marriage. And yeah, I know that's been part of your journey, but the way you guys shared with that, just the way that you've dealt with that and the lessons you've learned. And so I think Mm -hmm. the way that you guys approach podcasting is so beneficial because it's just a lot of times it's you guys having the conversation just about real life issues of marriage, right? Because it's not all rainbows and sprinkles. It's hard. And some of these issues, when you talk about chronic pain, like sometimes that just doesn't go away. That doesn't mean you can't have joy. It doesn't mean you can't have connection. And you just got we always tell people that it's not the problems that take you out in your marriage. It's what you do with them. It's how you choose to handle them. And dealing with chronic pain, I can allow that to depress me, defeat me, and just give me this negative mindset, which is not easy to give into, Right, but that's not what I choose to do. Yeah, mm. The Lord says I can have joy despite my circumstances, yeah. and that's what I'm going to fight for. Awesome. And he gave me this man mm. to help me do that. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to use him for. And things, hard things happen sometimes, and God is still good in them. And even when they can't be corrected, there still can be goodness and richness and joy in your marriage. But, yeah, and, you know, and that's the good, just staying on that real reality, because you know, we'll talk about empty nest and we'll talk about problems with mm-hmm. you know, raising kids because we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And some of, we were talking with somebody else and they had mentioned that in the church, we get so prideful. Don't tell people that we have problems. We don't tell people we're struggling mm-hmm. and we're not leaning on each other. And so you just have people all of a sudden just they just fall mm-hmm. off the, the face of the map. Marriages fall apart. You don't hear about it because yeah. everything's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Instead of being real with each other and going, hey, we struggle. Yeah. We are in, in a Genesis 3 world. Yep. 
And it's a sin-scarred, broken world. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you will have tribulations. He called that shot. Paul talks about the anxieties that married couples will have. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're married, you're going to have anxiety to please God and please your spouse. These are, there's definitely we're set up for struggles. So let's talk about them. Because yeah. we can talk yeah. about them, then we can start to work on them and we can fix them. And I don't want to normalize that that we're supposed to be okay with just ha- with living in struggles, but normalize that everybody has struggles. Mm-hmm. And so we can together, the body, work on them because we're only as good as our weakest part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think that's a powerful thing about podcasting, especially like a couple like yourself that talk about digital mentors. Like a lot of times mm-hmm. you can't get up physical, close in person with people people who follow your podcast and hear your conversations, mm-hmm. there, there's a mentorship that right. happens from yeah. a distance that I think is really unique in, in this medium. And again, I think one of the things I really enjoy about your podcast is just how personal and conversational it is about just things that, mm. that you're going through. And so for any young couples who may be listening to this podcast, this is a great podcast, Expedition Marriage, to listen yes. to because there's some great mentorship and that can come from just listening to wisdom of dealing with life. And Chris, you're about ready to, or you already have launched a new podcast, right? Mm-hmm. I did. Is It's just, it's still a newbie. It's called Not Your Average Man. One of the reasons why we had launched that, and because we're finding that in podcast and even Instagram is our main social mm-hmm. media platform, not a lot of guys are there. Yeah. And the wives, so we have a great representation of the wives and mm-hmm. women's small representation of husbands. So we're thinking, okay, guys, where's the men They're in the back. They're, all right, but okay, so how do we reach the men? And how can we talk directly to the men about real issues that men deal mm-hmm. with and about just being a man? Because so many times husbands that we work with, I don't know how to pray, or I don't know how to do this, or I don't know what spiritual leader, what's that look like? Yeah. What does that mean? I'm afraid of failure, all sorts of stuff. Let's have a community. Let's build a, a platform so we can all get together, which we got into onto YouTube because apparently that's where the guys are. It really is where the guys tend to hang out. Yeah. And so they're not coming to us. So we got to go looking yeah. for them. And so that's the what point. they did. That's and exactly I think it. Mm-hmm. When you look at a lot of male content out there in the Christian world, you do get a lot of the be a man, here's what you do and all that. There are a lot of men who are intimidated by that. Yeah. Yeah. And not every man is your manly. Yeah. And I think so many good men are held captive to mm-hmm. fear Sure. And to yeah. the fear of failure. And they just don't know what to do. They're scared to take the risk. And, and like he's saying, it is as simple as I'm scared to pray in front of my wife because I don't know what to pray. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough scripture to lead my family. And it's that's not true. Start where you're at and just the yeah. men coming alongside each other. But it is true. We've got to get men back involved in in marriage and in their family. And not being afraid of stepping in and saying, hey, let's talk about it. Let's do mm-hmm. a devotion or something like that. Oh, you're going to ask me a question. You might not know the answer. Never mind. Let's just not do it. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. We, mm-hmm. It's a lot of, like I said before, it's a lot of first. If you haven't done that, if that's not how you grew up, then let's do it together. It's okay to be just the one step ahead because I'm the one reading the book, and you're not the one yeah. reading the book. It has to be an interesting mix. Brad being a border patrol agent and you a counselor doing yes. a podcast together. <laughs> There's probably some sort of joke in that. A border patrol agent and a counselor walk into a establishment. Or- walk into a podcast studio. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But that's like the beautiful picture, isn't mm-hmm. it, though? Mm-hmm. You know, to be men, like polar opposites in a sense, 
but who can come together and share their hearts and be vulnerable and talk about the real things. And so it's really as a wife, I love listening to it. I love it. And I get so excited. I'm like, oh, my gosh, the husbands need to hear this. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's so great. It's so great. But I think it's so needed. We joke around that there are producers. Yeah, me and Lisa are the producers. <laughs> That's right. I love but James, that. you will be getting contacted because I'm. I have no doubts you'll be oh, on this on. podcast I'd and be ready. To. I'd love to. That'd be awesome. About both of the podcasts, I love this idea. Not normalizing, but we were sitting with a couple the other day, and we're like, we just want to let you know these challenges. Other people have them, and they mm-hmm. were just like, really. Like there was like a load yeah. lifted to know that like James and I have challenges. We have tensions. We have to work through them. Other people have challenges just like you have. And it just opens a conversation that I don't have to have at all. And so for you guys with your marriage podcast, that of helping couples know it's okay. There's chronic pain. There's other things that come in life. Mm -hmm. But then for men to be able to have that, it's not really normalizing it. That's not the right word. It's really opening the door. Right. For a conversation mm-hmm. that people are not aren't, alone. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not alone. And so I love that because there are a lot of people and we hear pretty serious stories. And yeah. I'm like, just so you know, this is really a big deal, but we've seen worse and God do bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's going to so right. feel like even any man who's going, I can't lead spiritually. That does feel very overwhelming. But I just love the spirit of that of like, yeah. we're going to help you navigate. Mm-hmm. This is normal. You're not alone in this by yourself. And there are people who've gone ahead of you. Yeah, Yeah, that is good. I do like that differentiator between not normalizing, Mm -hmm. but knowing that we're not alone in our struggles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, We all struggle. We all have different struggles. And sometimes the people who seem like they have the most together are the ones who are struggling the the most most and are putting up a bigger facade. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you guys have created some great resources to help strengthen marriages. One of those, which I love, is praying for your husband, wife, 30 day challenge. How does that work? And what have y'all seen come from that? It's pretty easy. You just sign up mm-hmm. with your email address and then we ask for a first name because, you know, this is to like, we'll say hi, Chris. <laughs> but anyway, but it's, it'll send one prayer day, that mm-hmm. email address. Okay. And so you pray with that prayer and then it sends out the next one for 30 days. And yeah, and there's a little bit of teaching. So some yeah. occasionally there's a little devotion style conversation mm-hmm. and about that verse and then the prayer for it. And Throughout the whole time, and they'll do that for 30 days. And Yeah, one for husbands to pray for their wives, one for wives to pray for their oh, husbands. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, and then we invite them and encourage them, hey, email us if you want us to pray alongside you if a topic, and we go over different topics every day, and if there's something that that hits home or that you need prayer for over your husband or your wife, let us know. And when we launched that, it was immediately like hundreds of signups like wow. happened immediately. And I'm like, okay, the Lord is doing something oh, here. Gosh. And we actually went on, I went online um, and started doing it live every day just to pray with women and all of that. And so there are currently thousands of wow. women that have signed wow. up, but the men, they're, they're signing up, but it's the difference Personally, is yeah. astronomical. It, it is free. We don't charge for mm-hmm. them. Prayer is such an important ingredient in marriage and statistics show couples who pray together stay together. But Lisa and I have mm-hmm. really had to work on this over the years in our marriage of just that consistency of mm-hmm. spending time together in prayer, even a short prayer. And because it's so powerful in marriage, I think it's what the enemy uses to mm-hmm. keep couples from doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I love that you have that tool. So that's a free resource that you offer. You also have a course called Restoring Connection. Can you talk a little bit about that course? It's a 28-day course. It's a question a day. Mm-hmm. Right. And a video yeah. a week. Video a week and a recap at the end of each week, a check-in. 
But what we do is we give some teaching in the video of what the week looks like, some talking about developing some healthy habits of connecting habits. Because if you start doing this one question a day, we just ask the question to each other, talk about it about 10 minutes a day. That's what we're asking for 28 days. Then we start to have all these different connection points. And if you think of Velcro, mm-hmm. you know, the more connection points that you have, then the harder it is to mm-hmm. pull it apart. Yeah. We got a lot of great feedback from that. One of the feedback is people have said that after the 28 days, they've enjoyed it so much, they want more. That's so good. Uh, mm-hmm. They're, they're not it. hungering for that time to spend with each other. As that's a couple, awesome. they want that connection time. That's that special time together. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And you guys have been so gracious to offer our listeners a 20% discount on that course. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be sure to put the link and discount code in the show notes. And we appreciate that. I think people need different things in different seasons of their married yep. life. Mm-hmm. And I love that there's a lot of people doing great things for marriages and we want to champion them all yeah. because you're just like, yeah, yeah. And so this course, I'm excited about it for because it's going to be the perfect thing for someone in the season that they need right in the moment. Somebody's feeling disconnected in their yeah. marriage and this might be the tool that they need to Absolutely. restore that connection. Just yep. what it said. Right. So. Sure. Yep. And what's nice is the platform we use has a, an app out that's mm-hmm. out there. It does generate, the course does send out an email a day, which sometimes mm-hmm. it gets, if you get off a day, it's to keep on track, where you can use the app to keep you on track and you mark it mm-hmm. as complete as you go Love through it. it. And you can oh, always go back and do that. It's really good benefit to it as well. Oh, that's so fantastic. Cool. So one of the things that, that we want to do with each episode of the Artist Buzzing Podcast is give something super practical that a husband and wife can put into practice to strengthen their marriage. So they've given us several. You've given us several, but, yeah. but maybe one more that you guys would have a tool or a practice that has been helpful to strengthen your marriage. Well, you know, we had talked about this. And really thought like, what is something simple, like you just said, that we actually do? And I think for us, developing that attitude of gratitude, just taking the time once a day. And this is something that we started off being intentional about, but that intentionality turned habitual. And now it's just something that we freely do. And it's just sitting down and making a point during the day, whether it's at dinner, whether it's as soon as you hit the bed, whenever it is, and just recalling what's one thing you did today that I loved. Thank you for taking the dogs out for me this morning, or I really love the way you talked to the kids or handled this situation, or you did the dishes for me. And that really changes your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It changes your brain and it changes the lens you're looking at changes your spouse. The relationship. Yeah. You start becoming mm-hmm. more positively skewed, right? You're mm-hmm. looking for good things to appreciate about the other person instead love of it. watching for the problems. And whatever we focus on, we make bigger. Really something as simple as just remembering, okay, I have to be thankful about something about you that you did today. So I I got to look for that. We'll start to change how our brains work in the relationship. And research shows that when we feel appreciated, we tend to be more appreciative. So now it creates this pattern. Like Jamie said, is a habitual. This Imagine having new pattern instead of things falling into arguments of things falling into complimenting and yeah. thanking each it. other. Outdoing right. each other and complimenting and thanking each other and being grateful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, James, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for taking care of all technology things for me. I grateful. that. I am. I'm just so happy. I just, my heart is overflowing for all things technology. So oh, that's so good. It's, we laugh, friends, <laughs> but it is true story. True story.
Oh, I That's hear right. you on yeah, that. Jamie keeps me around because I know how to use a remote control. Yeah, I don't know what I would do without you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us on the show. And we just appreciate just all these yeah. nuggets of wisdom. This has been a great investment in us. So thank you. And thank you for investing in listeners. If people want to connect with you, where would you send them online? Best place to find us is at expeditionmarriage.org. And from there, you can find, you can sign up for all these challenges, grab the course, Find us on YouTube and over on Instagram and our podcast, all the things, one site, expeditionmarriage.org. Love it. Love it. So we'll make sure we have all that in the show notes, the links and all those technical things. We will get <laughs> that them means there. That James will make James. sure they're in the show notes. Thank you, James. I know how that we works. <laughs> That's right. What a fun couple. I'm so inspired by their upbeat and positive perspective and the hope that they speak into marriages. So make sure you check out all their resources. We'll put all the links in the show notes. Yes. Thanks again, Chris and Jamie, for spending time with us on the show. And thanks to all you listeners for taking time to listen. We're excited about the growth and the amount of listeners we are seeing from week to week. We know it's directly because of you. You sharing it with friends and family. This means so much to us. If you have questions or comments about what you heard today, we would love to connect. Email us at artespousing.com. You can also message us on Instagram at artespousing to keep the conversation going. We want to invite you back next week. We're going to be spending some time talking about physical intimacy and how important it is in marriage. We believe it's going to be super helpful for you. So we hope you join us. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Art Espousing Podcast. Until then, bye-bye.